2: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Stay a while if you can. Want to thank everybody who is uh, dialed in with Peacock. That's our TV partner. You downloaded the app and you can watch for free all three hours. Great response. Very, very successful, and thank you for uh, supporting Peacock. Also, our radio affiliates around the country, numbering uh, over 370 cities around the country, and, of course, the formidable Fox Sports Radio lineup. We'll have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that coming up. Your phone calls are welcome, emails, tweets. Hard to go undefeated in the NFL. A couple of weeks ago, I said, is it tougher to go winless or undefeated? Well, Believe it or not, I think it's really difficult to do both. But I think the Jets are going to be able to go winless this year. The Steelers, they hadn't been playing well. I do think that uh, COVID issues... Uh, with other teams, has affected them as well. They look sluggish against the Ravens, and they certainly look sluggish again last night. Only one team in the Super Bowl era has gone wire to wire, the 72 Dolphins, and they remind us every year at some point during the season when they toast with champagne that they are the only team to go wire to wire in the Super Bowl era. It's especially hard to do it in 2020. When you consider everything that has gone on, there was no training camp, there was no preseason games, COVID issues. But in football, there's no excuses. It's not that surprising that uh, they lost their first game to Washington uh, last night. They, they looked out of rhythm, but they looked out of rhythm the week before. And uh, it certainly showed last night. They threw the ball 53 times. They ran the ball 14 times. But they were also hurt by a lot of drops Seven drop passes. They get stopped at the one-yard line five times without a point. Get called for a defensive holding inside the 10. And Washington hung in there. And give credit to Washington. Ron Rivera, Alex Smith, the defense. They did the job when they had to do the job last night. Pittsburgh has played down to the competition way too often. You know, the defense can be great. I don't know what I'm getting with that offense. And with no running game, I don't want Ben throwing the ball 50 times. Well, 53 times last night. And now they're in a battle with the Chiefs for the number one seed in the AFC. The 72 Dolphins, they can celebrate once again. And now it's time for the Steelers to go back to work. And you didn't have James Conner last night. But to get that running game going and you can't have a case of the drops that's back to back weeks for that and that's a really good wide receiving core also the late game the buffalo bills if we're going to look at the cleveland browns as a contender we better be looking at the buffalo bills they're both 9 and 3 and josh allen had a wonderful night last night you know four touchdown passes he had no interceptions he wasn't sacked he was hit only 3 times last night and he threw 40 passes Four touchdown passes, four different receivers, and that's a big win. I know this is a damaged 49er team, but still, winning games this time of the year and doing it in that uh, fashion is pretty impressive. But four touchdown passes for him last night, and he's going to have two more marquee games, nationally televised games. I know we try to shoehorn quarterbacks every week, it feels like, into the MVP conversation. But you got the Steelers coming up, and you've got New England. you got a Sunday night and a Monday night game. Josh Allen has a chance to at least be in the conversation. It's really a two-man race. It's Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, and I believe it'll be that the rest of the season. But Josh Allen is now sort of rising above here. When you look at the quarterback draft, uh, that that, uh, draft a couple of years ago, I remember Cleveland was interested in Josh Allen. And then my source said, they're not. It's a smokescreen. They're taking Baker Mayfield. And I thought, okay, well, if I said to the Cleveland Browns right now, you can have Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield, who are the Cleveland Browns taking? But both are nine and three, but it feels like Buffalo relies on Josh Allen far more than Cleveland relies on Baker Mayfield. Cowboys at the Ravens coming up tonight. And you can't sit here and go, well, Dallas can't win this game. Because if I said, okay, in this week, you're going to have the Giants go to Seattle and win in a game that Seattle really needed to win. And then you're going to have Washington playing Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh's undefeated. Right? And the Jets almost won against the Raiders. Like you had, this time of the year, you get crazy results. Results where you go, how did that happen? And I don't know what's a bigger win. It feels like the Giants going to Seattle and getting the win was more impressive. But Washington is a good team. They border on a good team, I should say. And Ron Rivera has kept them competitive. You know, Unlike Dallas that decided to mail it in in some of these games with guys who are still healthy. You don't have Dak Prescott. You're running out of excuses here. But I can't sit here and go, Dallas has no chance against the Ravens. Because when's the last time the Ravens were the Ravens of a year ago. Is it the opening week against Cleveland when they blew them out? Because this is a team that doesn't have weapons as far as the wide receivers go. And it feels like with the injuries, they've become predictable on offense. Now you're on the outside of the playoffs looking in. It's a big game tonight for them. But it's a big game not only for just one game, but when do they start to kind of hit the reset button and go, oh, that's right, that's who we are? This is a team that was, it was a foregone conclusion. They were going to win probably 12 or 13 games, it felt like. And then here they are, just struggling to make the playoffs. Who would have thought? So Washington uh, gets the win, and Alex Smith is now 3-1 this season. It threw for 300 yards. I mean, it's impressive. Just getting on the field is impressive. But then you watch him play and then you sort of forget all the surgeries he went through, nearly losing his leg. Uh, His life was at stake at one point, I think, during the surgeries here. And he's just out there. And when his leg started bleeding last night, I thought, oh, no. And then I go, wait, what leg did he have the surgery on? Okay, it's the other leg. But he had some blood, you know, it was the Kurt Schilling moment there, but obviously not in the postseason. But for Alex Smith, and I'm thinking, that's nothing for him. Given everything he went through, like, scratch. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he just got a little, he got cleated, he got a little blood there. Uh, you need some no-brainer gifts. We've got it for you. T-shirts, hoodies, the 2021 calendar, and a whole lot more. Go to danpatrick.com. Also, each week on, uh, it's a... Uh, website called Amazon Music. You might have heard of it. I have a podcast called That Scene where we explore famous scenes in movies and TV shows. And if you thought you knew everything about Breaking Bad and Walter White, think again, because Brian Cranston is great. He's this week's guest, and it's available now on Amazon Music. It's called That Scene with Dan Patrick. I brought up things that Brian Cranston was not even aware of, and he, of course, was Walter White. Very enjoyable. Last week, uh, a lot of people responded to Rosie Perez and do the right thing. Um, we have Ralphie from A Christmas Story next week, Peter Billingsley. Cheers. So uh, you get a chance, uh, download it, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's called That Scene with uh, Dan Patrick on Amazon Music. 877 3DP Show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Mac Jones. He's the Alabama quarterback and a Heisman candidate. He will join us coming up a little bit later on. The situation with Jim Harbaugh, we'll check in with the Wolverines. Is Michigan on the verge of offering Jim Harbaugh a contract extension? That seems to be the latest buzz. And uh, as my Big Ten source said last night, looks like Michigan's going to face Ohio State. And my source said, you got to come out of your corner and you got to start swinging. Because people will never, ever let you live it down. Even if you say, due to COVID, we're not able to play. It's a harsh reality in the Big Ten and certainly with that rivalry. But we'll check in with the Wolverines. I think I found somebody who's going to stick up for Greg Williams and the all-out blitz on that final play against the Raiders. I think I found somebody. And he'll join us coming up next hour. Yes, Paulie?
4: When you said he, I was guessing Mrs. Greg Williams when you said he shot
3: the pass. No, even she said, are you kidding me? You're crazy. What are you doing? Blitz everybody. Uh, This program brought to you by the great folks at Masterclass. Can't say enough about Masterclass. They offer over 90 classes on a variety of topics, all taught by world-class masters at the top of their field. And this holiday, when you buy an annual membership, just because you listen to this show you'll get another annual membership free. Go to masterclass.com slash Patrick, masterclass.com slash Patrick. All right, McLeven, what do you have for me today?
5: Okay, this is the poll we started with. Okay. Which QB who's under 25, has to be under, because okay. Patrick Mahomes is 25, right. would you want to start a team with? All right. Josh Allen, 24. Lamar Jackson, 23. How is Lamar Jackson only 23? Kyler Murray, 23. Justin Herbert, 22. Tua, 22. Uh, Joe Burrow, 22. Or Trevor Lawrence, 21. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is the extra special sauce in that poll.
3: Oh, man. I don't know. Like, Lamar Jackson won now, last year. Kyler Murray, it feels like the Cardinals, I thought that they were a year ahead of schedule. Justin Herbert has played well. The team hasn't played well. Two, I'm still not sure about. You know, it's a small sample size. Josh Allen might stand out because you're starting to... He's thrown for four touchdowns twice this year. I think week two against Miami. Now, there are times when he drives me crazy when I watch him because I think he still tries to be too much of an athlete out there instead of, look, live to see another play. Uh, throw the ball away. But last night against the 49ers, he looked great. Lamar Jackson, I'm still not sure about, believe it or not. And Trevor Lawrence, we always love potential. We always lo- love what we haven't seen yet. You know, Trevor would be like that porn-born player in the NBA where you you watch the highlight reel and you go, I love that guy. Well, we've seen everything with Trevor Lawrence in three years. Oh, uh, If... I would put Joe Burrow on here. If you said I could have two or Joe Burrow, I want Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow showed me an awful lot because that Bengal team wasn't very good and he was getting hit quite a bit too much and he hung in there. Um, Joe Burrow would be pretty high on the list here for me. But Josh Allen has a good team. Lamar Jackson should have a good team. Kyler Murray is going to have a good team. Justin Herbert, it should be a good team. They're just the Chargers. Tua, that's a good team. And Trevor Lawrence is going to go to the Jets. Man, I don't know. I guess I'd say Trevor because he's supposed to be once in a generational talent here. (laughs) And even though he's going to the Jets where careers die. Um, I don't know. I have to that's a good that's a good poll question, McLovin. What else do you have?
5: By the way, what if I give you Eric Bieniemy the Chiefs OC to coach the Jets with Trevor Lawrence? Would that make it a a safer bet?
3: No, not necessarily. I mean, but, I I don't know what Eric Bieniemy is going to do when he's on his own. I hope he does well. The fact that he's that age, he's actually older I think than Mike Tomlin, and he is maybe going to finally get his chances as a head coach, but um. Yeah, I mean, that th- that would help, but it's still the Jets.
5: Yeah, McLovin. Another poll question: Who is the favorite in the AFC? And obviously, it was the Steelers and the Chiefs. Now the Bills seem to be in that conversation. The, mm. the other question is: Do the Steelers belong in that conversation? They've looked pretty bad last two weeks, and they've beaten like a lot of like XFL quarterbacks and
3: backups and practice squad and COVID teams. I don't know if they're good. Well, the defense is supposed to be good week in and week out. But, uh, you know, your offense didn't hold up its end of the bargain. They, they just dropped too many passes. And you got to have a little bit of a running game. Because I want to keep that defense, my defense, fresh. And if you have the running game, you have ball control, then I keep them off of the field. You know, this is what makes Kansas City defense good. Because they don't have to be out there slugging it out for long periods of time. Because the offense is so good. And it makes the, uh, the opposition's offense one-dimensional because the Chiefs are going to put up points there. But what I saw with Pittsburgh, Buffalo uh, looked more impressive. But, you know, this is week to week. And I assume that Pittsburgh is still going to be there at the very end. But if you're looking for a team that's going to be Kansas City, you're going to have to run the football. You're going to have to play pretty much perfect football. And you're going to have to put up some points. Pittsburgh can't run the football. They put pressure on the quarterback, but you're going to have to be able to put up some points. And they couldn't do that on Washington last night. Buffalo, I'm not, I love Stefan Diggs. I mean, we love to say the Vikings got the better end of that with uh, Jefferson, who's been wonderful. Stefan Diggs is, I still think, is one of the top three or four receivers in the game. I really believe that. Um but, you know, running the football, playing good defense. And, uh, you know, Josh Allen. Can you count on him in a big moment, in, you know, in a playoff game here? Yeah, McLevin.
5: Sounds like you're describing the Cleveland Browns. Uh. <laughs> running the
3: football. Miles oh, Garrett yeah. getting after that the That is true. But that, that is a style that will travel. If you said Cleveland's going to play Kansas City, and I would think Kansas City would be playing, obviously, at home, and they're probably a seven-point favorite. Eight-point favorite, something like that. But Cleveland, if you run the ball, put pressure on Mahomes, and you don't let anybody behind you, you don't blitz people, and Baker Mayfield is able to play a good game without turning the ball over, Cleveland can beat Kansas City. Now, that's a lot of, well, they got to do this and this and this and this and this. Uh, And are they capable of doing that, being consistent? Well, that's been the problem with the Cleveland Browns. Like, if you said, who's better right now? Buffalo or Cleveland I would say Buffalo I I, I would say Buffalo is better and uh, it's because there's inconsistency with the Cleveland Browns and plus their game plan I got two running backs who're going to run for a thousand yards my game plan is I'm running the I'm running the ball I I don't I don't need to throw the ball 35 40 times and I hope that you know I'm able to put pressure on the quarterback. Miles Garrett, you want to be Defensive Player of the Year? Continue to do what you're doing. Yeah,
4: Paulie. The Cleveland Browns are 9-3, and three, but they've been outscored by 15 points yeah. this year. That's a weird, weird stat.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so we settled on the poll question. We're going to do yeah. the under 25? Under
5: 25 quarterbacks. I'll give you the choices again. Josh Allen, Tua mm. uh, Tungavailoa definitely putting burrow in there justin herbert and we're going to throw trevor lawrence in there does kyler murray belong in there that was one i wasn't sure about because we just don't know yet
3: and if you want to dial us up on this topic you can't really any topic we uh, open the phone lines every single day uh 877-3dp-show email address dp at danpatrick.com twitter handle at dp show by the way I I had a hard time finding the Washington football team last night against the Steelers because at first I thought, wait, it's supposed to be a five o'clock start. And then I tune over to Fox and I go, I got Judge Judy. I got Steve Harvey. And then I, I thought, well, let me go to DirecTV. And then I went to DirecTV and then I found out the reason why 40% 40% of the country was not getting the game last night. And I'll tell you about that coming up. 19 after the hour, we'll uh, get to your phone calls, settle on our poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that coming up. And I found the one person who defends Greg Williams' call in the Jets' loss against the Raiders. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, it's built Bar. Guess what I got right here, Todd. Mm, I got yes. This one is uh, salted caramel. Now, it's, it's not caramel, it's salted caramel. 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 So I have that one. And uh, this, I know this is really unprofessional. but
6: You can't control yourself right now. I
3: don't know.
6: That's not the last one, is it?
3: N- well, n- no, because that one's. Im- I took two of them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I took salt. You got to share.
6: You got to be better at sharing. Mm,
3: man, there's 18 flavors, they're great. High protein, high fiber, low calorie, low sugar. And if you just need that pick-me-up or in-between meals, you're going to go work out. It's great. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code DP. This is so unprofessional what I'm doing here.
6: Yeah, that's very unlike you.
3: Mm. You get 20% off your first order. Promo code DP, 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And why not eat something that's good for you? And actually tastes good. That's going to
6: boost you through the rest of the show easily. Thank you, Todd.
3: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller
0: Lite. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can events.
7: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 Gambler.
3: To McLovin's point, for the Steelers' last five games, they faced quarterbacks who were not the starter in week one Garrett Gilbert, Jake Luton, RG3, and Alex Smith. You know, all of this stuff is fixable. A lot of times you'll see a team and they lose and you go, how could they lose to them? And then somehow, some way, the next week, then you go, oh, okay. They fixed it. You know, the Steelers are banged up, but every team is banged up. Can't use that as an excuse. I do think that trying to figure out if they were playing a game, not playing a game, I think that that interrupted the rhythm of what the Steelers were doing. But you have a guy in Mike Tomlin who is great to write the ship. Ben has been there, experienced. But some of these younger players, and these are you know, look like easy catches, bad drops, not scoring when you need to score. They should have put the Ravens away. They should have scored four touchdowns right away against the Ravens the week before. And last night, had their opportunities to put Washington away, and they didn't. But Washington, give them a lot of credit. You know, Ron Rivera's a good coach. And to have Alex Smith there, to young defense, the defensive line. And, you know, they made a couple of plays. And, uh, you know, Ben had the uh, interception with uh, two minutes to go. John Bostick with the pick. Yeah, Paul.
4: Between the Ron Rivera story and the Alex Smith story, this franchise is this close to being likable and where you'd kind of root for them. But, you know, like Daniel Snyder's kind of out of the picture. He hasn't been talking. The name thing is still hanging there, but it's, it's kind of gone. Mm-hmm. But between those two guys and their stories, you almost like that franchise. Almost, I said.
3: You almost do, and then you think, okay, Daniel Snyder. Like, I always come back to, yeah, and then Daniel Snyder. And, you know, this happens every year, it feels like. Beginning of the year, oh, Daniel Snyder's in trouble. Washington's going to change their name. Uh, there's sexual harassment uh, allegations. Washington Post, a big expose. They're going to change their team name. But Daniel Snyder has been there 15 years. And you know what never changes? Once the season starts, we go back to work. We go back to normal, and we forget about Washington. Now, we forget about them normally because they're not a good football team. But Ron Rivera going through cancer treatments, Alex Smith just getting back on a football field. It's truly remarkable. And then there's Daniel Snyder. And then next year, beginning of the year, oh, was Washington. Washington, I don't think, will change their football nickname. I mean, I joke that, I, that they would go to the Washington Football Club after, you know, the premiership, like a soccer club. But they're the Washington football team. I like the helmets, but I don't think they're changing anything. You know, remember the uh, minority owners, they wanted to sell, and then they were blocked, I believe, from selling. And then we just go on. We just move on. Washington, oh, they're going to change. They got to change that, Nick. Now Daniel Snyder shouldn't be owning that. T- and then we move on. And that's what we did again this year. It was tough to find that game last night because I kept thinking, you have two games. One's going to be at 5 Eastern and one will be at 8 Eastern. I knew where the 8 Eastern was. That was the mothership. The 5 Eastern, I go, I think this is supposed to be Fox. And then I thought, okay, hmm, I got Judge Judy there. Now, maybe this is part of the pregame. Maybe Fox is like, oh, Judge Judy's going to lead us into the... No, it's an episode of Judge Judy. And then... So I thought, okay, i got to figure this out. I go to DirecTV. All of a sudden, I see Washington against Pittsburgh. And then what I found out is that DirecTV, the, you know, the DirecTV Red Zone, DirecTV with their football lineup, there's a certain number of games that they have every week. And the fact that this game was taken away from DirecTV with their NFL package that they couldn't show that, I believe, in some of the markets for some reason, but it was on direct t v and then therefore they got their requirement of games, if that makes any sense to you, but that's how it was explained to me and i I thought, well, why is it that forty percent of the nation is not getting this, and then everybody else is, yeah,
7: Eden? right, like I just switched to try to do all streaming, yeah. And it gets a little confusing to figure out where the games are and on which app you have to go to because this one is blacked out on one service, but if you go to the main networks when it's there or you have to go sometimes to a second thing from the main network, it, it gets a little weird.
3: Yeah, and I, did I explain that correctly, McLevin? that there's a certain number of games that DirecTV gets every weekend, and then yep. the, one of those games was taken away, and therefore that game still had to be on DirecTV. But why was it on certain Fox channels and not on all of them or none of them. I
5: don't totally understand, but it's like blackout rules because it's still, whatever happened on Sunday was still in effect. Um, Like they can't show they can't uh, Fox and CBS can only show so many games on Sunday. So I think that carried over. Okay.
4: Yeah. Paul. Oh, I, you want to feel dumb. I have all the channels and I had the game and I looked online real quick. I was like, oh, so one game starts at eight and one at 820. I read it wrong. I read the eight as, as the five as an eight. <laughs> so I'm sitting there watching some stupid show. And, and then McLovin tweets, man, this first quarter is boring. I'm like what first quarter? And by the way, Dan, was it the episode of Judge Judy where two kind of clueless people are fighting over something petty and she makes fun of them for 30 minutes? Yeah. Something different
3: yes. on Judge Judy
2: last
5: I night. Saw that yes, one. McLovin. <laughs> Do we like this Monday afternoon, Tuesday night football? Should NFL expand? I have to admit, I'm getting a little hooked on these weird times. I don't know what day it is when the game is on, but uh, Tuesday night football here to stay.
3: Fox aired the game on 71 of its affiliates, which sounds like a lot. But that means that most of the country, including the entire western portion of the United States, is going to be left out in the dark for the game. So the league is contractually obligated to provide a certain amount of games each week to direct TV Sunday ticket. The game between Washington and Pittsburgh, that was going to be a Sunday one o'clock game, which means Sunday ticket game. Therefore the game being postponed and you could watch on direct TV with their Sunday package. But I don't know why 40% of the country did not get this game. It's either on direct TV in the Sunday package, Sunday ticket, or it's not. That was the uh, confusing part. But uh, Bills and the Niners, uh, you know, that game was on the mothership last night. Uh, let me see. Derek in Virginia leads us off today. Derek, what's on your mind?
6: Yeah, hey, DP. Um, honored to talk to you and the boys again. And uh, I got to say, as a Bills fan, I finally see hope. I've been a fan for 30 years And I actually boycotted them when they benched Tyrod. I thought that was the wrong decision at the time. But they really did make the right call with Allen. The way he rips the ball, um, very tight spins to Beasley, 113 yards in the first half. And I really think they're the second-best team in the AFC behind the Chiefs right now. Um, And uh, how I became a Bills fan, uh, they played the Super Bowl against the Giants back in 1990 when I was like five years old. And I hated the Giants because you know, my parents turned the TV off. They turned off my cartoons to put on the Giants, and so I spitefully rooted for the Bills against the Giants. And then Nord missed the field goal, and that was it. But, All right. Um, well, so. th- thank you, Derek.
3: I I don't know if I ask you why you became a Buffalo Bills fan, but now that I know, the next time you call, and I'll be well versed. I don't know if Buffalo is the second-best team in the AFC right now. It doesn't matter how good you are right now.
4: And you didn't mention something late last night. You said, how is that guy in Buffalo dealing with his team? You sent, you sent a text around to everybody. You were very curious.
3: Well, I did say, do you guys know how Derek became a Buffalo Bills fan? I'm not sure. And Derek called in to tell me. So I appreciate that, Derek. Thank you. <laughs> Had his cartoons turned.
6: Took a walk down memory lane with you a little bit.
3: I, I like that people unload on me, but they're, you know, I'm I'm still trying to do a show nationally here. And I don't know if, you know, people around the country are really curious. Like, do I care how you became a uh, Bronco fan? I don't care, John. You don't.
6: You nope. should or you could pretend to, but you don't even go that far. You just accept the fact that I've been rooting for them, but you don't need the backstory.
3: No, and, and Seton grew up a Dan Marino Dolphins fan, but I don't care. Well, a little bit more about that.
6: There was a time you used to pretend to care. Now you just no, kind of threw that out no, the window. I don't. I don't care.
3: I don't care. I love <laughs> you, but I don't like you. No.
6: That was. I don't. I still don't know what to. I'm still processing <laughs> that. I'm processing it.
3: Uh, Hector in Las Vegas. Hey, Hector, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan, how you
6: doing? <laughs> Hector, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing fine, Dan. Um, are you flying a helicopter, five, Hector? 60- Excuse
3: me? Are you flying a helicopter?
6: No, I'm actually driving a truck.
3: Well, let's give it a go. Okay. Okay. Um,
6: uh, yeah, I'm a first-time, long-time fan. Um, Six-foot tall, 220. <phone rings> uh, I, I I was watching the game last night. I'm a long-time, lifelong Steeler fan. And um, the Steelers, I mean, their defense just looks spectacular. <laughs> that because of their offense Uh is struggling, that they had to lose. Now, I've seen Ben Roethlisberger with at least 15 minutes back there in the pocket to throw the football. Why can't the offensive line open up a hole for a running game? All
3: right, well, thank you, Hector. I don't think he was back there for 15 minutes. McLovin, would you check the tape?
5: Well, Ben throws the ball immediately. Yeah, they
3: were were talking about
5: how quickly he gets the ball out. But Connor's out with COVID, so yeah. or he's on the COVID list. So maybe that helps when he comes back.
3: Well, uh, it better. Gotta gotta have a running game here. I think anybody who beats Kansas City, if they beat Kansas City, is gonna have a running game. Uh, Ted in Tampa's back. Hi, Ted.
6: Say hey, hey, Dan. Uh, forty years Army Special Operations. Um, one thing I like to talk about uh, Trevor Lawrence going to the NFL. You know, at the end of his uh, football playing days, he's going to want to look back and say, hey, I had a really good career. Uh, I've played on uh, good teams, teams I believed in. Uh, I didn't have any career-ending injuries. Uh, I got a couple of conference championships, a couple of Super Bowl rings. And if I was him, uh, I would have an agent go out and just start talking to those teams that he thinks he wants to go to and that he can believe in. Um, and uh, if that means going to Canada for a year, big deal. Uh, ask Joe Burrow what it's like to play behind a team that has a terrible offensive line. Uh, so uh, if I was him, I would, I would just choose what he wants to do and go where he wants to go, and uh, not that probably not going to be the Jets.
3: Well, I don't know anything about Trevor Lawrence. We've never had him on the show. Clemson has not made him available. I, I don't know what makes him tick. If you're a competitor... You know, Joe Burrow was a competitor, is a competitor. And he said, you know, I'll go to the Bengals. And, you know, was trying to make the best of it to, to really create something, an environment there. And have it be, you know, focused on you. And be the leader of that team. I don't know if Trevor Lawrence says, hey, I, I don't want to go to New York. I don't want to play for the Jets. Uh, I'd rather play in Jacksonville. I have no idea. But if you have the leverage, and you can use the leverage... Hey, go ahead. Uh, You know, John Elway survived it. Eli survived it. You know, it's not many times when a a quarterback has leverage and they use it. Um, But when they do, it has worked out for both of those players there. Elway did not want to go to the then Baltimore Colts. He didn't like how they were run. Eli and the Chargers were not going to be a good mix. And both realized that and decided to make a deal. If Trevor Lawrence wants to uh, use leverage there, I don't blame him. I wouldn't want somebody to tell me as I came out of college, "Hey, this is the radio station you have to go to or the TV station you have to go to." You but but not everybody gets that opportunity to be able to do that. And if Trevor can do it, wants to do that, good luck. Yeah, Paul.
4: I wonder, though, how many people he has, Trevor Lawrence, does he have representatives already or people talking him saying the upside of New York financially, the sponsorships and right there. I know you can be famous and be worldwide anywhere, as you know, LeBron's proved. But the difference between Jacksonville and New York, I think, is pretty drastic from that standpoint.
3: Yeah, it used to be that if you were in these bigger markets, that's what you aspire to, to be successful in a bigger market. I don't know if it matters anymore. I mean, Mahomes is in Kansas City. That's not a major market. And he's the face right now. You know, when LeBron was in Cleveland, I mean, you can kind of go around the different sports. We'll find you. If you're great, you're unique, you're different, we'll find you. And I think that that's the case with a lot of these athletes nowadays. Yeah, McClellan. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay and Mahomes
5: in Kansas City is all the proof. But you need a lot of proven success. When coming in, the marketing deals will be bigger if he wants them for Trevor in New York, though, right? Like he could.
3: I don't know. know, Andrew Luck Luck had all of those opportunities when he was in Indianapolis. He didn't take anybody up on that. Uh, Peyton used that opportunity when he was in Indianapolis doing all those commercials. I, I don't. I don't know if it matters anymore. It all I would care about is if if I'm Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or some of these young quarterbacks. Really, any player. What organization am I going to? Like, who are you? What are you? And it is there because it starts at the top. What is ownership like? How stable is it? Does ownership stay out of the way? The problem I always find with a lot of these franchises is the owner built a billion dollar business to buy the football team. But then they think just by proxy, I know a lot of football as well. I can buy a really expensive car. I have no idea how to service it. And if I all of a sudden go, Hey, I, let me see what this does. Hey, if I pull on the, if, what if I do? No, that's when you, uh, you run into problems there. And if I buy a really expensive car, then maybe you have somebody who knows how to drive a really expensive car. As opposed to me going, hey, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to sit in the driver's seat and I'm going to drive this Formula One race car. You know, the CEO of Pizza Hut doesn't make my pizza, but he's probably really smart at finding people who find people who then find people to make my pizzas. Daniel Snyder, when he says we're taking Dwayne Haskins. uh, The Cleveland Browns. We're going to take Johnny Manziel. That's ownership, and when you have ownership, I, I you know, if 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 it's there's unrest there, uncertainty there, uh, lack of stability, that is not a franchise that I would want to play for, because th- those things never change. They still think they're the smartest people in the room. Hey, I'm the billionaire. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. How about we do the day to day stuff here? Okay, you go on your yacht. South of France, we got everything here. I want Dwayne Haskins drafted. Yeah, but he's not. I want, he went to school with my son, and I can judge for his character. Well, okay, then we'll take him. Hey, I want Johnny Manziel. Um, I think we need other things. I want Johnny Manziel. He's going to sell tickets. Uh, And the Cleveland Browns select Johnny Manziel. That's where you get into trouble. Play of the day coming up right after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with
2: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, the Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime.
7: Terms and conditions apply. Oh my God! The play, the gonna play. of the day. Twitter left side got it! Gonna play it, and play it. This
3: is the play of the day. Check this out.
1: Washington leads twenty to seventeen.
7: Roethlisberger throws out the the right, Cowans, tipped up in the air, and intercepted. Intercepted by John Bostic at the twenty-five. Washington takes over with a three-point lead.
3: Yesterday's game was the fourth in NFL history in which an undefeated team with at least 11 wins lost to a sub-500 team. It happened one other time this century, back in 2011. The Packers were 13-0. and They lost to the 5-8 and Chiefs. Play of the Day brought to you by Masterclass, offering over 90 classes on a variety of topics, all taught by world-class masters at the top of their field. This holiday, when you buy an annual membership, get another annual membership for free. Go to masterclass.com slash Patrick. Masterclass.com slash Patrick. NBA, talking about um, load management and making sure that if you're going to load manage, it's going to cost you um, I saw this from our good buddy Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports NBA implementing new resting policy for this upcoming season with teams prohibited from resting healthy players for any high profile nationally televised game and violation could result in a fine of at least $100,000. I don't know how much of a dent that makes with the load management stars out there for $100,000, but... How do you know when somebody's not injured? And if somebody wants to sit down, LeBron James turns 36 later on this month. He's entering his 18th season. Does it make sense for LeBron to take more time off this season to preserve his body for a championship run? And the answer is yes, it does. But the question is, can he do it? How often can he do it? And can you do it where you're not going to get fined by the NBA? And I think that that's really difficult for Adam Silver and the NBA to be able to judge. Like, are you sure you're really sick, uh, injured? Here's LeBron James on pacing himself during the regular season. Um, I've always listened to my coaches. Um, We had the same thing last year when the coaching staff got here. You know, we're going to be as smart as we can be on, on not, you know, making sure that my body and making sure that I'm ready, uh, to go, obviously, every game matters, but, um, you know, we're, we're competing for something that's, you know, that's as, as high. Um, so, you know, we don't ever want to shortchange our stuff. And it's for me personally, you know, we're very conscientious about, you know, uh, what we do going forward. Now, he averaged close to 35 minutes a game. And I think there are 14 other players who played more minutes than LeBron James did last year. But we've seen this with other players, most notably James Harden. He gets to the playoffs and he's done. He's spent. And we've seen this year after year after year. By the way, he's uh, got load management now. He's taking the load off his mind by not showing up for the Rockets. Yes, Todd?
6: Is the NBA actually prepared to send league independent doctors into the locker room and check out the high-profile players and check their temperature and whatever reason they're saying they're sick or hurt and can't go?
3: I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you enforce this. I think this is just a subtle reminder. Hey, we're all in this together. We want to, I mean, the Lakers are involved in more high profile, nationally televised games than anybody. Not even close. You're going to be holding LeBron James to a higher standard than anybody else in the league. James Harden played the second most minutes last year. Harden is not showing up. And hey, this has gone completely opposite of what I thought was going to happen. I thought James Harden shows up says all the right things, but behind the scenes says to Rocket Management, get me out of here. I don't want to play here. I'll play as long as I can and be a good teammate, good soldier, not say anything, but the understanding is you're going to trade me. That's what I thought was going to happen. I had no inside information on that. That was just a gut feeling that if I'm James Harden, I created all of this. This is what I wanted. I wanted this style. I wanted these players. I didn't want Chris Paul. I mean, I wanted Russell Russell West. I, I wanted all of this. And now I don't want it. And I think there's a quote that's attached to him that they're the Knicks of the Southwest or whatever that might be. The Knicks of the South. The Knicks of the Southwest. But James Harden now wants out. And if I'm the Rockets, I say to James Harden, Come on back, get out of the strip clubs. Come on back, <laughs> get your COVID test, and let's be a good soldier here. If you want to be, you want us to help you, you have to help us. And I, because if I, I'm the Rockets, I want another team involved. I got to have another team other than Philadelphia involved. If Daryl Morey wants to reunite with James Harden, okay, I want to up the ante. I want Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. I don't want Tobias Harris. I want a marquee player for you. Look at what the Pelicans got for Drew Holiday with the Bucks. We need somebody the fans are going to show up and watch. Give us somebody. But James Harden... Feels like he's uh, draw drawn a line in the sand, and those things usually don't work out well for either side. Yeah, Paulie.
4: I don't really know. I don't really know why James Harden has to go to practice. I mean, why does he have to go to training camp? Is the, are the coaches going to unveil some new motion? Well, well you offense? have a new coach though. Like yeah, but what oh, is he going to change the offense where it's not all running through James Harden? It seems kind of silly, almost a new coach. Yeah, but the new coach
3: then doesn't have control, and it looks it's embarrassing. Because he's trying to come in and establish himself. This is this is his first head coaching job, and James Silas is coming in there going, uh, hmm. Harden, 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 Harden. One more item as we close out the first hour. Stay tuned for an incredible giveaway we have with Mercedes-Benz vans. It's going to start next Monday. That's December 14th. I'll have more information on that. But these vans are incredible. You want to uh, start out with everything they have when you buy a Mercedes-Benz, whether it's a car, a van, an SUV. Start with a network of over 250 authorized dealerships backed by a sales force, ready to help you with everything. You want to customize your vehicle, certified service, financing solutions. Tailored specifically to your unique business or personal needs. You got to check out the Mercedes Benz Sprinter van. They also have the versatile Mercedes Benz Metris, each tailored to match your work or play lifestyle. So many cutting edge options here. The MBUX voice command technology, that's for directions, weather forecast, comfort control, and more. So stay tuned. We got an incredible giveaway here on the Dan Patrick Show with Mercedes Benz vans starting Monday, December 14th. Mercedes Benz vans, some equipment, disclaimer.